In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the results from our first unit test, reflect on the completion of our first unit, and how I'm going to adapt moving forward. I'll also share review ideas that I used on how to help my students prepare for their unit test. Hi, my name is Erin and welcome to Teaching Math in a Modern Classroom. I am a high school math teacher in my 12th year of education. For years, I had been feeling frustrated and defeated when it came to differentiating my instruction to meet all of the needs of my students. I was able to differentiate my lessons in a way that helped most of my students, but not all. I knew there had to be a better way than direct instruction and practice. One day, while scrolling on my phone, I decided to download some random podcast episodes. The first one I listened to was titled, How to Create a Self-Paced Classroom from the Cult of Pedagogy podcast. I was in awe as I listened to Kareem and Jennifer talk about the Modern Classrooms project, and I knew this was the direction that I wanted to take. And my journey as a Modern Classrooms project teacher began. If you are feeling the same way, I hope this podcast will inspire you to give Modern Classrooms Project a try. Each episode, I'll share my journey of implementing this research-based teaching model and what I've learned along the way. Let's get into it. I gave my first summative unit test in my Algebra 1 class that I am implementing the Modern Classrooms Project with. I could not believe the results. All of my students that tested passed the test. I have never had all students pass this unit one test. I was so happy looking at the results. I felt like I could cry. I literally danced down the hallway after class was over to share the news with one of my coworkers. The Modern Classrooms Project is working. On top of this result, when my PLC met to discuss the data, my class had the highest overall average. I was blown away by these results. It makes me want to immediately start implementing this model with my other classes, but we'll talk about that another time. To prepare for the Unit 1 test, I had students complete choice board activities. If you are unfamiliar with choice boards, they are exactly what they sound like. Students are given a choice as to which questions they want to complete. I tell them to pick X amount in each row or column. My students have been loving the element of choice, so this is something I will continue to use throughout the year. The day before the test, we played Blook It for the first time this year, and it was a hit. If you have never played Blook It with your students, I highly recommend it. It's similar to quizzes and Kahoot. You can choose or create a question set, and then you select a game mode. My favorite game modes are Gold Quest, Crypto Hack, and Battle Royale. Students will join the game using a game ID. Gold Quest gets really intense because you can steal gold from other players. It's a lot of fun. My students keep asking if we can play again before our next test. It has been over a week since I gave the test and I'm still in shock of how well my students did. I knew that this model was working, but I guess I didn't grasp how well it was working. I just really hope that this continues. 
Unit 1 was all about expressions, so students learned about operations with polynomials and radicals. Unit 2 is our next unit, and it's the largest unit of the semester. We will be working in this unit until the beginning of November. Since this unit is so large, my PLC has broken it up into smaller chunks. This unit covers all of linear equations and inequalities. Last week, my students began this unit by learning about solving equations. This particular standard is a review, something that they should have learned in middle school. However, with the pandemic, I'm not exactly sure what my students learned and were able to retain from their seventh and eighth grade years. Most of my students are really thriving in this unit. I can see their confidence growing. It is truly amazing to witness. Other students are struggling, especially when they got to the consecutive integer word problems. These students will not fall behind this year because of the Modern Classrooms Project. I was able to work one-on-one -on -one and in small groups with many students last week. I created individualized graphic organizers for struggling students. We used different techniques and approaches to solving equations, and I saw those light bulb and aha moments. This is why I became a teacher. In this unit, I've been more intentional about color coding my skills checks. I have three different versions of each skills check that I have, and I have a designated group in the middle of my classroom where students take these formative assessments. Each version has its own color for the entire unit. All version ones are hot pink, all version twos are light pink, and version threes are blue. There's no rhyme or reason for these colors. It is just what I had available. When a student asks for a skills check, I can scan the table to see who has what color and give a different version. All of the versions assess the same standard and have similar questions. The main difference is different numbers. In Unit 1, I have been using a social-emotional check-in like the one Kate Gaskell used. I'll link it in my podcast notes on my blog. I was also using a goal-setting student-facing tracker with students. This was asking students to create goals for the day and to create goals for each lesson. Students were just like, okay, this is another box we need to check. Let's just write down whatever. I was thinking about switching up the do now for unit two, but instead I'm gonna change my student facing tracker. Instead of having the student tracker also have students create goals for each lesson, I will have it be a tracker with just the pacing for the unit. I have also broken it down into smaller, more manageable chunks. This helps students not feel overwhelmed when they see the entirety of the unit, and it helps me if I decide to make changes throughout the way. In the first unit, I was constantly at my desk grading or answering student questions. Moving forward, I want to be moving around the classroom more and answering student questions in their groups. To help with this, I have decided to have some of my practice assignments be self-checking digital activities. This past week, my students completed a self-checking maze on solving multi-step equations. When a student typed in their answer, the box would light up green if it was correct and red if it was incorrect. If the answer was correct, the path to the next question would appear. 
students are able to go back and analyze their work and find an error. In a regular worksheet, they would have continued on, thinking that they were correct until I checked their work. The problem with this is that they may have made the same mistake on every problem and therefore practiced the same mistake multiple times. With this self-checking activity, they had immediate feedback and I was able to work with students individually if they were unable to find their mistake. If you are interested in this activity, I will share it in my podcast notes on my blog. I have been really enjoying sharing this journey with you. There is so much to share and tell as as well as continuing to create videos, notes, practices, and organizing my LMS Schoology. So I don't always have time to do it all. I am going to release this podcast on a bi-weekly basis going forward so I can share more of the progress of my students taking part in the Modern Classrooms Project and provide better insight into their acceptance of this new learning strategy. I really think this will make for a more enjoyable podcast experience. If you are also implementing the Modern Classrooms Project with your students, please use hashtag MCPTeachers on Instagram and share your amazing things that you're doing in your classroom with me so I can learn from you as well. If you are listening to this podcast within the first 24 hours of its release, please head on over to my Instagram stories and participate in the poll to choose the release day of the podcast in the future. Are you a secondary math teacher struggling with student engagement? If you haven't already, please visit my website, www.erinsessentialequations.com to download my free strategies to keep students engaged in your secondary math classroom resource. If you want to learn more about the Modern Classrooms Project, check out their website at modernclassrooms.org. If you want to see what's going on in my classroom, check out my Instagram or Facebook at Erin's Essential Equations. Subscribe to this podcast to hear my bi-weekly updates. Thanks for listening.